Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi everyone, my name is Fabiola Rangel and I am a person who is creative, fun and adventurous and I'm also a graphic designer and a photographer and owner of Bowl and Glow. I'm originally from Mexico City but I've been uh, living in Las Vegas for almost 16 years now and yes, this is my second home now and I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) I love it. So obviously creative, multi-talented, multi-passionate. Have you grown up always having like a creative side to you or was that something that came later? I, I've been always creative in many ways, in not like in other ways. Since I was a kid, I was creative at like um, making shows. So that was my favorite game. I remember I used to have a... I'm older, but <laughs> I used to have one of those uh, radios that you put a cassette and you record <laughs> your voice. And so that was my favorite favorite game. So I will record my voice and I will like uh, make up shows or Mexican soap operas. And I will tell my best friend her um, whatever she had to say. So it was like, okay, we're going to be acting and this is your script. So this is going to be our show. So it will be like radio shows or Mexican soap operas were like in our radio. And it, that was like really fun. I think that was my 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 first memory as being creative. <laughs> I love that. Novelas, is that what it is? Novelas, yeah. So you were creating novelas at a young age. You've always had the the knack for creativity and for the young people who may not know what a cassette is, <laughs> it's a tape. Um, yeah, we used to be able to record on those. Now we have smartphones, right? Now we just have like mm-hmm. voice recorder. But before you used to have to put tape in the cassette player and then you would have to press record and you could tape over it again if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then you would end up really mad if someone accidentally taped over your stuff. But um, it sounds like you have been just kind of exploring and playing a lot of your life. Um, and so mm-hmm. for you, becoming an adult, did you find it harder to be okay with that? Because I know like we live in a world that's kind of like, oh, you need to have like, you know, you need to be a doctor or you need to be a, a lawyer yeah. or something like that. Or did you not have any issues? Yeah, a little bit because, you know, when you're growing up, well, for me, when I was growing, growing up, so the question I remember I used to hate that way or not I don't want to say the word hate, but I I didn't like that question at all when your parents ask you so what are you gonna be when you grow up and that was like oh, don't ask me please that was like I think that like scared me because when I was a kid I was like oh, adults are boring you know like why do you ask me this question <laughs> you know like and so I was like I don't know like I you know, like, there are some people that they know what they want to do when they're kids. For me, it was like, I don't know. I just like a lot of things because when I was younger, I, you know, I used to play that game. But I, oh, And then there was a stage where I used to like soccer and music and dance. So it was like, I have a lot of things that I like. 
So it's hard for me to decide in one, you know, but like in the majority of the families or society in general, they don't take that as a career, creativity. Like they expect you to have like a normal job, you know, like business or like go to become a doc, go to school to become a doctor or an accountant, more like like real jobs, you know, and like for me in, in I don't know, I feel like probably my family is like super nice and everything, but I felt like if I had to choose like a creative job that wasn't going to be like a real job for me. So I decided to take graphic design, but it was because, um, you know, when I'm, I'm a old millennial, I don't know, I'm 33 now, but I grew up um, with the internet, you know, using the first computer and all you know, iPods and Discman and all that. So I was very interested in using the computer and just going to paint and create and stuff. And one of my uncles, because I used to live with my grandparents and my uncles when I was little, when I was a kid, and one of them, he was very creative. Like he had his job. He has a he had he used to have a business and his uh on his free time he will like draw and do things in the computer. So I think that's that's how I became a graphic designer because I saw that he was doing these cool things in the computer. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I like this. I like being creative and I think this is a career, you know? So yeah, that's why I decided to be a graphic designer, but that was my, my story. <laughs> I love that, right? So it sounds like you found a way to to bridge the gap between like, expectations that maybe no one put on you because you said your family is nice your family didn't say we don't love you if you pick a creative career your family Mm -hmm. your family was probably supportive but we put this pressure on ourselves right we put pressure on Mm -hmm. ourselves because we want to make you know our family proud or we want to you know um be seen a certain way or not Mm -hmm. be judged and so it sounds like you kind of figured out okay well what's the marriage between creativity and, and being able to put together all these things that I really enjoy. So you like mm-hmm. to be creative, you liked drawing, you also um, were up with the times, right? So like using mm-hmm. um, technology to work in your favor. Um, and so for people who, cause I know a lot of people that are listening are hesitant, like they're scared to try doing what they feel like they care more about. And a lot of times mm-hmm. they do like the safe thing. They pick whatever is safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay if that's what they choose. But a lot of the times you pick the safe thing and then you're unhappy in the safe thing. Mm-hmm. How is it that you think someone could, you know, take more chances on themselves or or um, entertain the idea of following what they feel inside of them? I think it will be uh, I always think about this you know but I I I like to observe I I'm very I'm a very quiet person and people are like oh you're always quiet but I like to observe and um I like to like think about the people that are successful and I like I like to like analyze like okay what are the things that make this pe- this person successful right and most of them I'm not saying like like all of them but most of them they follow their passion and I think that's why they are successful because they they follow something that they really like that they are really passionate about. 
So I think 100% you should follow what your heart says or your your intuition, you know, yourself. Just be your true self. Because I think no matter what job you choose, if you're really passionate about about that, you're going to be the best. And I think that's more fulfilling than trying to be safe and not uh, being your true self. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, cause I mean, you're always going to have to work, right? So nothing is, mm-hmm. nothing is easy. Even as a photographer, like I can only imagine editing hours is take editing things takes a really long time. You might have to shoot in conditions mm-hmm. that are like hot or really cold. You might have to carry gear. That's very heavy. Like there's always going to be um, a challenge regardless of what you choose to do. So, you know, what is it that you can choose that's going to help you to be able to be okay with the challenges, right? Because it's like, well, if I love photography, then I'm okay with shooting in the hot sun because it's Mm -hmm. so much fun or I love how the pictures come out or it means a lot to me. I love when, you know, someone says, thank you so much for taking our pictures because they really like how they come out as opposed to picking something that we aren't really invested in personally and emotionally and then mm-hmm. it's like it feels like extra work because we already don't like yeah. it, and now we have to mm-hmm. now we have to you know struggle in in whatever it is. But it's tough, you know what I mean? It, it's really tough. Yeah, I I a hundred agree. I think like um, I don't want to say like there's a price, but actually there's a price for um, doing what you love. But if you love what you do, you're like okay, it's not a big deal you know as opposed as when you do something that you don't like it's like oh I don't like this and it's like um it's not worth it I think for me I love it I love it I love it so you've got these different things that you've got going on and a lot of people listening are multi-talented and multi-passionate do did you say I'm gonna do all of the things you know all the time or have you said I'm gonna focus more on this thing right now and you know shift and change over season so you work on everything at the same time or do you kind of pick you know one of the talents that you have to focus on at different seasons in your life yeah definitely in different seasons in my life yeah I always like it's like I wish I develop one of the of one of my passions or skills like a hundred percent and I feel like if I followed that uh, skill that I had or that passion hobby that I had if I concentrate 100% in that one I will be like I don't know for for example I was into dancing when I was little so if I concentrate 100% when I was starting probably right now will be like a professional dancer you know and so yeah it was it's like for me I like so many things I also like I like taking like uh, other languages, languages classes, and uh, his history. So I, I'm really passionate about a lot of things. So yeah, that was like that was me growing up. It was my stage of like Fabiola at soccer, Fabiola at dancing, Fabiola uh, at learning languages, and now Fabiola creating a planner. So yeah. So you mentioned your planner, and I actually, like I told you right before we hopped on the call, 
we were at um, a vegan restaurant here in Las Vegas called Taco Tarian, and I was like, "Hey, that's that's Fabiola's that's Fabiola's planner, and it's so amazing, mm-hmm. right?" Um, I was excited to see it because I I have only heard a snippet of your story, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, she had an idea, and then made it real. It's physically like a thing. And it's in the world to share with other people. And I feel like so many people have ideas, but they they don't know how to make them real. They don't know how to follow through. They don't know how to do the steps to execute. And they're scared to put themselves out there. They're scared for someone, you know, um, to judge them or to not buy it or whatever. For you, what helped you go from idea to action? I think just not overthinking and just doing it <laughs> yeah to be honest I'm still scared like I'm I'm scared all the time of taking decisions but I still make them and I'm like always like praying okay I'm gonna take the decision and and yes like for me it was easier to do like the graphic design because I'm a graphic designer so the design it was easy for me but then I had to work on doing the research and after I did the design I have to like um learn how to find for like uh, manufacturers and requesting quotes and learning with shipping and like website and then like business license and oh you have to get now a liability insurance and you know and like social media like so many things like I feel like there's always something that I'm learning and I just like I I like it you know because it is mine I'm I just like I'm working on something that is is mine and it has a purpose in other people's lives. So for me, it's always like a challenge, but I like it and I'm always learning. That is amazing. Yeah. So if you're listening and there's an idea that you've had, you might have had this idea for years and you haven't, you know, transmitted that transition into action. It sounds like one of the main things that could be helpful is just starting with what's right in front of you. Take one step. What is the one step? Have you written the idea down? Have you created a draft? Have you asked any questions or connected with someone else who has done the thing, right? So I know I want to have a planner. I can like think in my head like what I want in the planner, but then I'm like the designing of the planner, that to me is like a whole, I don't even know how people do it, right? But I'm like, okay, if I want to create a planner at some point, who can I reach out to that can help me to learn about the process easier. Oh yeah, I can ask Fabiola because she's done it before. But then people are also ask, scared to ask for help. People are scared to ask questions. So, you know, it sounds like for you, it was just start where you are. Just start with one mm-hmm. thing and then one thing will lead to the next thing. You do the manufacturing and then you learn something mm-hmm. new and you're like, oh, I have to do this other thing. Oh, I also mm-hmm. need this. And so you can yeah. choose to see it as, you could choose to see it as, a setback because I think sometimes people feel like if they don't know everything, then they feel like, oh, maybe I'm stupid or maybe this is, you know, holding me back because maybe the timeline changes. You think you're going to yeah. launch your planner in three months and it takes six months because there was stuff that you didn't realize or you didn't know. But really, all of that is to help you be better at it. So if you make another planner, boom, you already know the process. The next time you make mm-hmm. a planner, it's going to take you half the time because you already know what to expect, right? Yes, yes. I I learned that because this is my second year. So the things that were hard the first year, now it's like, oh, I got it. 
but then there are new things and it's like oh I'm nervous and okay I'll figure it out you know and then next year it will be the same like I will gain more knowledge but also I will keep learning to keep growing I love it mm -hmm. what do you do when things get tough what do you do when you feel you know discouraged like maybe this isn't gonna work or there's a bad day or so there's someone complains like what do you do when things go wrong i just try to solve the problem i find solutions and i know there are always challenges and lately like i've been knocking a lot of doors and it's like i i'm like i have to be positive like just think about the positive things that have happened and don't like forget about the negative forget about the people that told you no forget about like our neg negative comments or I mean if the comments are gonna help you to be better okay I'm gonna take them but if not if I feel like bad vibes or you know like I completely block them on off my mind and I just try to be positive and yeah I, to be honest like it's hard like for me like sometimes I I honestly cry you know <laughs> it's normal I'm like I don't know like for me I thought like oh probably other people don't cry and they're very super strong but you know like to be honest there are like really hard times and sad times where you actually doubt about your about yourself or myself in this case but that's that's why I have all like this planner that's why I created notes for myself and mood boards or, or my mood board yeah I have one in my room and one in my planner so just a reminder of who I am or, or where I want to go. Because it's a funny story. Like there was one time where I was very sad here in my room and I was like, no, this is not going to work out. Well, I think about this so many times, but then I think I look at my mood board and all these things I write. It's like, no, remember who you are and, you know, keep going. And I think that's one thing that helps me for that. Yes. So if you haven't been taking notes on how you can implement some of these things in your own life, in your own journey, then I highly suggest that you rewind and listen again because you didn't catch the gems. Um, but I would love for you to just tell us, you know, who your planner is best for, like who is the perfect person to get your planner? What's in it? How does it help them? Um, because I also know that people struggle with time management and staying on track and, you know, executing, getting things done. So who is your planner the best fit for? It's uh, like for 100% to women that want to improve their lives, that share the same vision and goals, like they want to be better so they can live a better life, a pretty life, the life that they want. So they're don't live in, in, I'm putting myself as an um, example because that's why I made this planner because I actually made it for myself because I want to have a planner that was like specifically like this for the things that I wanted for me that help will help me to be better. And so this planner is for also for women that they don't want to be in, they don't want to be living in automatic, like got to work and got to go home what's to be sleep ne the next day you know like for me I was I don't want to do that so I was like okay I, what what do I need 
to live the life that I want, you know, okay, I need to work on myself, I need to, like, get up early, or, you know, there, you have to evaluate and be honest with yourself for the things that, that you need in order to create the life that you want, but, yeah, honestly, I think this planner is for women that they want to be the, they want, they want to be the boss of their lives, or they don't want to be, they don't want to be living in automatic, I love it. So this is, it sounds like for adventurous to some extent, right? Adventurous women who want to take control, want to take charge of their life and not let their life pass them by. They want to get active and they want to get involved in designing their life so that they can get to where they want to be by using the different tools and strategies that you have outlined in the planner. Um, and I've seen it, it's absolutely beautiful. So I haven't grabbed mine yet, but uh, it's on the way. So um, yeah. I really think that anyone who's saying, you know, I really need to figure out a way to get in the driver's seat in my life instead of letting mm -hmm. life pass me by, um, that this would mm -hmm. be a great tool and to actually execute and, and commit yourself to the process. Because really it's a commitment to yourself. It's you saying, I want to spend a certain amount of time with me every day to mm -hmm. evaluate and to plan and to mm -hmm. learn and to grow um, and ask questions and answer questions. And so I love, 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 love um, you know, that you created the planner for yourself and then you decided to share it with the world. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Where can everyone yeah. get the planner, stay in contact, watch your, you know, your vision unfold? It's uh, my Instagram. I, that's where I post most of my content. It's um, bold and glow. So it's B-O-L-D-N-G-L-O-W. And the website is the same. It's boldandglow.com. That's where you can find the planner. And actually, now, before I forget, um, last year, because this is like the second year that I do the planner, and the first edition was about goals and all that. But last year, I was like, okay, I think it's like good to be chasing our dreams and goals. But also, we need to find time for self-love and in self-affirmations, in, you know, questions about how we feel, how do we want to feel. I have, like, a new section releasing the negative and welcoming the positive. So now I have a vision that is something like work on your dreams, but at the same time, be grateful, be grateful of where you are right now or in the things that you have right now. That is like a balance. <laughs> yes, that is so beautiful. And I think it's necessary. You have to. I actually was just listening to something and it said, you know, happiness doesn't make us grateful. Gratitude makes us happy. And so mm -hmm. when we can focus on being grateful for where we are and what we have, you know, in the moment, whatever it is, however much or little, then we attract and we actually grow that thing that we want to have more gratitude for. And another thing that they said was, if tomorrow you only had the things you are grateful for today, what would you be left with? You know what I mean? How can mm -hmm. you go through every day keeping that in mind? Because 
we don't know what we will have tomorrow. We don't know who we'll have tomorrow. So yeah. we be grateful today in the hopes that it will continue to stay around, you know, for us in the future. So everyone make sure to go follow at Bold and Glow. The link will be in the show notes. Get your planner. Don't play no reindeer games, okay? Mm-hmm. We are executing on, you know, our vision, chasing our dreams, but honoring where we are and appreciating, you know, what's right in front of us. So I appreciate you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story. I'm sure, I'm so sure someone is listening and saying, okay, she gets me. She said something that resonates with my story. I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. So thank you again for sharing. And we look forward to watching you continue to, you know, write your story. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it a lot. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.